Welcome to another episode of Threads of Enlightenment. As usual, you guys know my custom is that when our guest comes, I know that they're coming with a couple of things very expensive in my eyes. One, their time. What a precious commodity. 24 hours, man. Think about that. 24 hours is given to every man and woman on this planet. None of us can complain that one has an upper hand or the other. Now, what we do with that 24 hours is going to tell me a lot about you, how you respect her, honor her, how you give her prominence in your life and how she place, you place her in the, the importance of her. So it will bear fruit, man. I'm telling you. The other is the journey. The journey house information that made the individual who they are today. So that journey is a powerful tool that was used to create Brandon. And he's here before us this morning. We want to talk to him in some of your other areas, it might be evening, whatever. We want to talk to him so that he can impart wisdom, knowledge, information so that you and I can become better human spirits while we occupy this beautiful place that I keep saying, they keep telling us is called Earth, but it could be another name, who knows? But welcome, Brandon, to Threads of Enlightenment, man. Thank you, thank you. And Ken, I gotta say, before we jump full force into everything, I appreciate how you start this podcast discussing the concept of time, because as you mentioned, time is relative to everyone, but in the same instance, we all get 24 hours every single day. That's how our calendar system is set up. Every single one of us here on this earth, despite if you're rich, you're poor, you're somewhere in the middle, you, you have some form of spirituality or you don't, or you're somewhere in the middle. If you've grown up in the perfect condition or the worst condition or somewhere in the middle, the one commonality we have amongst all of us is we all have 24 hours in a day and it's up to us to figure out exactly how we want to live those 24 hours. Do we want to live them in, in spite and in anger or do we want to live them in happiness and hope? Do we want to live them in um, pain and fear or do we want to live it with experience and trying to overcome the challenges that life throws at us? Everything I believe is a mindset. Everything is a perspective. And so you starting this episode out, just focusing on that concept of time, it's so beautiful. We all get the exact same amount of time every single day, but it truly is how we're going to use it and how our mindset is focused on it, whether or not it's going to be a good day. Yeah, the good days, um, I determine whether my day is a good day. No one does. I exactly. do that regardless of anyone else's outside behavior, their mindset, whatever they have, it doesn't control my day i control and that's why it's called my day and so um one of the things that we focus on here brandon is uh one of our customers we like to take that journey of life and we usually visit the first space by which we hang out for a few years it's only uh, um, uh maybe about 10 20 years maybe less than that and some people and we call that space the family what was your family like uh, once you were brought home from the hospital and they drop you in that beautiful thing that they tell us is a um, crib, but I look at it as um, it was a little prison to start programming us to control our minds as little kids. <laughs> uh, this is your space and you can't go beyond it. So talk to us about your family, man. What was it like? You know, Ken, um, this is something I'm very open with on my podcast myself as well as any podcast I ever join. I truly believe I had one of the best families ever growing up. I had supportive parents. I had a brother and two sisters who were constantly looking out for me. And I'm the youngest of the family. So um, looking up well, you got to lucky, the man. inside of my life. Yeah, you, I, I you did get lucky. lucky. Some people look at being the youngest as kind of a disadvantage, but I fullheartedly believe it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, I had people constantly in my corner. I had these siblings and parents constantly in my corner for whatever I needed to get done who were supporting me. And uh, the unique thing about my family is um, both my parents themselves come from very large families. So my dad mm -hmm. has seven siblings and my mother has six siblings. So very wow. large families comparatively, especially in today's society where it's normal to have two to one to even zero kids as, as people get married and kind of start their own journeys. But um, so since my parents came from such a large background, um, I was blessed uh, growing up in Southern California, um, kind of near the border of Mexico to uh, be living so close to a lot of my cousins as well. 
So I had yeah. this ex these experiences when I was younger that I couldn't be able to place them with anybody else unless it was family. Just some of these instances where I learned with them, I cried with them, I was able to grow old with them. And just being so closely surrounded with this amazing support group who was constantly trying to help one another, but also strengthen one another. It was just an amazing feeling. And I truly credit it. Most of that experience of my younger, um, my younger life to the man that I've been able to shape myself in today. And obviously there is my own step of the journey along the way, but I believe all of us have some sort of guide, some sort of framework that kind of propels us to our lives that we go and go and live eventually. That's a beautiful description of a, uh, a beautiful family, uh, whereby you have all this support. Um, you have your core family, then you have your extended family, cousins, and so forth. Uh, there's much safety and adventure and um, trust and all of those wonderful things. So. Um, as a young man, with all of that around you, um, how did you begin to formulate your perception of self, number one, and those, as you were stating, all those, that love and that uh, camaraderie around you, how did you start to perceive self and others? Yeah, and that's a really good question. And I want to start by answering, saying, I feel like in today's world, so many people discourage a healthy family. So many people mm -hmm. look down upon um, a family that's connected, that loves each other. And I understand that can be a very touchy subject because um, that's my family doesn't happen for every single person. Like I mentioned, yeah. I truly believe I am blessed beyond measure with the people I was born around. Um, but with that being said, obviously at some point in life you kind of have to start deciding who you are what you want to do what makes you tick what kind of journey you want to take in life and my my experience i guess you could call it i believe happened right after my senior year of high school obviously mm -hmm. growing up here in um like i mentioned in southern california you go through the entire grade school system you, you go to school you learn what your teachers and the government want to learn how you learn um, you kind of go through, you check all your boxes, you strive for those good grades. And that's the kind of student I was. I enjoyed playing sports, but I also enjoyed making sure I was getting those good grades and checking off the boxes for other people. In my senior year of high school, um, I finally decided that I wanted to kind of have a journey and experience uh, for myself. Um, and I, I'm a Christian at faith. And so I believe in Jesus Christ and I believe in the mm -hmm. higher power. And so um, my senior year of high school, I decided I was going to take a break from my studies, take a break from all my work and um, even leave my family for quite some time. So um, I moved down to Brazil, um, down in South America. I lived in Curitiba, Brazil. And while I was living in Curitiba, um, I was just serving everyone as best as I could. Um, obviously, I was focused on missionary work in the sense of Christianity, where I go and teach people about Jesus Christ. And um, but in a more um, relative sense away from the, the religion perspective. Um, I was there in Brazil trying to help these, these people, these people who I came to love, um, understand who they were. I would teach them English. I would play with their young kids. And just, I, I was able to embrace this whole other culture that I would have never been familiar with had I not stepped yeah. out of my comfort zone and just gone for it. Yeah, that's uh, my family were all Christians as well. And one of the things that we did, um, my parents, um, we were grateful for that. Um, in the summertime, I know we went to youth group, um, uh, different countries, my brothers, and uh, he went to Africa, uh, we went to Brazil. Brazil is my neighbor, I'm from Guyana, actually. Uh, we were born there, I'm Guyanese, so I know where that is. Uh, we were, um, you know, all over the place. My family uh, would spend our summer um, getting into different cultures. One of the most beautiful things that a young individual will ever do in their life is to come out from under their culture and get outside and walk into another culture. You will begin to become a little more empathetic, more caring. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of you go through a lot of changes when you get from under the umbrella of your culture and walk into another. Um, it, it changes you. And so I recommend anyone that is listening to us, Brandon and I, and you guys are contemplating it. You are, are I know 
as looking at some of the data here, we, we have people listening from 18 years old. If you're listening and you're contemplating it, do it. Just like uh, Nike said, just do it. And when you do it, your <laughs> life will change and you'll see. Actually, that was one of the most profound statements ever mentioned by mankind. Just do it. So here you are. You're in Brazil. You are uh, getting to learn a empathy, you're outside of your comfort zone, you're seeing people's need and you are beginning to um, get baptized, if you will, with the um, feeling, the energy of being a servant. While you were there, Brandon, because I, again, I know the area well, because that's where I'm from, and you're exposed to all of the changes, the need mm -hmm. of uh, the folks there. How were you changing? That is a beautiful question. And it's very crazy to look back on this entire experience and think, wow, I was able to do that. And for yeah. anyone who's younger, like you mentioned, there's some of the 18 year olds out there listening to this show. I was 18 when I moved to Brazil. Yeah. I just became in the US a technical legal adult. So I was allowed to go <laughs> travel that long by myself. Yeah. Once again, another constraint we sometimes have on ourselves, but yeah. I, I, I turned 18 and I said, I'm moving to Brazil and I'm doing this. And when I first got there, I spoke no Portuguese, not a lick mm -hmm. of Portuguese, didn't understand the language. Growing up in Southern California, everyone around me, um, actually in my high school, uh, whites, um, people like me were, were the minority in the school. Um, the, the major ethnic group there was uh, Hispanics because we were so close to Mexico. And so growing yeah. up, I had, a, I had a little taste of Spanish and whatnot, but getting um, down to Brazil, obviously Spanish and Portuguese are related, but when you're yeah. trying to live in a culture where the majority of people don't speak English, my native tongue, and I'm trying to experience their culture and help them as best as I can, I had to learn their language. I had to learn yeah. their formats, their culture, their, their way of living. So when I first got there, I was scared beyond my mind. Can I give all the credit to God and say that he's the entire reason I was able to learn Portuguese in the first place? Yeah. Um, but when I started that journey, before I could speak it, I just remember there's instances where I'd be trying to communicate with somebody, somebody on the street, somebody I could try and help. And I couldn't do it to the best of my ability. Language is the most beautiful thing because that's how we can express ourselves. That's how we can yeah. um, say what we want to say, do what we want to do. And Never in my life had I experienced this before. I was unable to communicate my true thoughts and feelings. And I didn't even understand half of what the man I was talking to on the street was telling me. And yeah. so this moment where I'm a young 18-year-old, I'm living in a foreign country. I, I traveled before, but I had never lived outside the country. And I'm sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, what did I just sign myself up for? Mm -hmm. But then fast forward six to eight to eight months to a year into this entire journey of living in Brazil. And I, I learned the language of Portuguese. Once again, all credit to God. But then yeah. I started understanding what this culture, this Brazilian culture meant in a whole different aspect. There's yeah. some words, and Ken, I think you'll appreciate this, being from another country as well and having lived all over the place. There's some words that you can express in a different language that you mm -hmm. cannot physically express inside of your native tongue. Yeah. So in English, we have our very set formats, our grammar that make our sentence structure. Whereas down in Brazil, when you're speaking Portuguese, they have their own set of rules and their own sentence structure. So I just remember there's these certain phrases that I would say in Portuguese that if I were mm -hmm. to translate them into English, they would not have the same weight. The, the yeah. forms of I love you, I care about you, I want you to help, I want to help you. In English, they mean very generic and you have to add emphasis on it. Whereas in yeah. Portuguese, these words would just bring so much weight. And I mm -hmm. thought that was the most beautiful thing because stepping out of my comfort zone, learning the people of Brazil, learning their tongue. I was able to appreciate these things that just never would have connected inside of my mind had I yeah. not gone forth and actually tried this experience for myself. Yeah, it's, it's life-changing, man. I, I recommend it to anyone. So as you begin to change, and um, it is time now to get back into the States, if you will, get back into um, go back home. Uh, what was that like once you uh, removed yourself from your servanthood and your service 
and you came back into the States. And what was it that brought you back into the States? Yeah, so um, I was away from my family for two years um, mm -hmm. when I first uh, started my missionary work. And when I when I first came back to the United States, um, I remember there was a time where I was trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do with my life, trying to figure mm -hmm. out the kind of person I want to be. Um, and it got to a point where I was stressing so much about it because for two years, I had a very clear purpose. It was to help yeah. people come closer to Jesus Christ and serve them in any capacity I could. Literally, that was my entire focus. That was what I dedicated two years of my life for. I had saved up all of my, all of my savings went to this entire mission journey that I went on. Um, so I wasn't making any money at the time. I wasn't working another job. I had saved up the entire time for it. And I was solely focused on serving people. So then when I came back to the United States, I had kind of finished my missionary journey. I had exacerbated all of my funds to, to be able to do such a, an amazing work. Um, yeah. I remember one day I was, I was on my knees and I was praying to God, trying to figure out, okay, what's my next step? I need some kind of guidance. I, I don't know what the heck I'm trying to do with my life. And uh, believe it or not, um, as I was praying, that's when I first got the idea that I needed to start a podcast of my own. And yeah. uh, Ken, as you know, um, I host a podcast called Get Over yep. Yourself. It's mm -hmm. all about destroying self-limitations and trying to get out of your comfort zone. And at first I was, I was pretty taken back trying to think why on earth would I need to start a podcast? How is that going to actually start helping people at the same time when I'm trying to figure out my own life, trying to figure out my career <laughs> and whatnot. And yeah. ever since I have been upon this journey, I realized that it is one of the best ways to share a message of hope and joy because so yeah. many people just like your show can so many people tune in. And they're able to learn from people's experiences and learn from the journeys that I've been able to go through that somebody else might not have the exact same privilege to go on, but then yeah. they'll take what snippets I could teach them or one of my guests, or in your case, Ken, what you'll teach them on your show. They'll be able to take these little snippets and apply it into their life so they can go and create their own journey. And so that's, that's kind of the next step of my life after I finished doing missionary work was for some reason, I felt like I had to start a podcast and that's where it was. That's where I began and we're still cranking on that journey. Yeah, I always tell people, try not to forget God out of the equation because what he brings to the table is all knowledge, all wisdom, all, all power, all of these things that you have in, an, in, a, in, a, in a person that you can spend time with. And he said, if you lack wisdom, ask and I'll give it to you liberally. I'll give it to you so much that you won't even know what to do with it. And and. Yep. I always tell people, said, why, why not invite all of that extra stuff, if you will, <laughs> because you are getting your relationship with God, and you're getting some additional benefits. He's gonna, he said, he promised to show you things to come, secrets, all these different things. He promised to guide you. And, you know, Brandon said he's, he, you know, he's at this crossroad, and so he's talking with God, and he's like, hey, um, I, I don't know what to do. And God says, I know what to do. Hey, I need you to start a podcast. And so <laughs> he, out of that conversation, his relationship, he was able to get guidance and wisdom. So you guys need to understand that um, God is at your disposal. And he knows five years down the road, 20 years down the road, 100 years down the road, he knows everything about you and you don't know anything about you. And he is willing to show you everything and guide you. Just ask. He says, ask and it shall be given. He didn't say ask and I'll, and I'll tease you about it. He said, I'll give it to you. Just ask, man. So here you are. He told you how to, to, to get this podcast um, started. And I keep telling Christians, the Bible is all about personal development. <laughs> I don't know. We have I call them lazy Christians. They get saved and then they leave it <laughs> to God and say, "Okay, you know, make everything right." And they are not reading because there's a pro, uh, progress, and that's uh, talking about uh, developing as an individual. So here you are. You got your instructions uh, from your relationship with God, and He says, "I need you to start a podcast." How did you come up with the name, um, and how did that manifest? And uh, how did you begin to uh, approach getting your first uh, guests and stuff like that? 
this is the funnest story and uh, it, it kind of every single time somebody asks me it puts a smile on my face because um, sometimes people think the phrase get over yourself uh, the title of my yeah. podcast can be very blunt and they mm -hmm. say okay why, why am I getting over myself I don't want to do that and it, it's just a whole spiral but where that where that phrase initially began was actually when I was very young I was 12 years old um, I was back in middle school, um, once again, in Southern California. And I remember uh, there was a lot of my friends. And at the time, your biggest stresses in life when you're 12, 13, 14 years old, your biggest stresses are if your sports team won, if mm -hmm. uh, the girl you had a crush on liked you back, if yeah. uh, your friend group was still going to be able to hang out that weekend, if your parents were going to let you all hang out, your stresses in life were nothing when you're younger. Yeah. It's these minimalistic things, but at the time they seem huge to you. Mm -hmm. You of course want to be able to focus on all the things that you're worried about. But as you get older, obviously um, you realize it doesn't, uh, it doesn't matter as much. So at the time I had these friends who were going through those exact situations where, oh, I just got a really bad grade on my test or dang it. My parents said I couldn't do X, Y, or Z or, oh, heaven forbid my crush doesn't like me back. I had friends going through these moments and I, I went through them myself. And for whatever reason, I started cultivating this phrase inside of my life that I would tell people as well as myself. So if they were going through something quote unquote difficult that in the grand yeah. scheme of things really isn't, I'd tell them, it's okay, get over yourself. It'll all be okay, yeah. just get over yourself. So I tell my friends this in an effort to kind of cheer them up and say like, basically tell them your problem isn't as big as you seem as it seems. So yeah. just get over yourself, it'll be okay. And so what started out as kind of a joke where I would mess around with myself and my friends and say, it's fine. The journey's going to be okay. Um, it started out, yes, just like that, a joke. But over the years, I realized this phrase of get over yourself was so much more impactful than I initially perceived. Because if you're able to change your mindset and say, mm -hmm. whatever I believe is what I'm going to do, you're, you're able to accomplish everything. And so now when I say this phrase, get over yourself, despite if the hardship is mediocre, small, it is incredibly small or your hardship or trial you're going through in life is as big as the Titanic. You are able to get over yourself and it's all a perspective change. And I, yeah. I put it this way too, for everyone who listens to my show, when we're getting over ourselves, it's a journey. It's a personal journey. So can you have gone through trials inside of your life that I simply cannot understand. You've yeah. been through painful moments. You've experienced regret, remorse. You've experienced all these types of emotions that as humans, we understand what they mean from a vocabulary standpoint, mm -hmm. but we can never quite fully understand exactly what somebody's going through in the exact same moment. We can only experience what our emotions tell us. Yeah. So with Ken, you go throughout your journey and you're, you're going through something very tough. You don't think you can get over it. Uh, my, my phrase, once again, that I would say to you is get over yourself. Cause I promise you can, even though I haven't been exactly in your shoes, I know you can do it. But on the flip side, Ken, when I'm going through something tough, when I feel like I can't continue whatever I'm going through, whatever trial God's put in my life to help me grow as a person, I need to do the exact same thing. I need to get over myself. And that's the journey we're all on. Because once again, we'll never fully understand exactly the pains that somebody else is going through. We might have a similar experience. We might have both lost a, lost a loved one. We might have both gone through the same broken arm. We might have all gone through whatever the hardship would be. But everyone experiences it in their own unique way. So the best way we can all phrase it up is get over yourself. Because if we're not able to get through it, our life's going cease to cease to have purpose. Yeah, and the, the common thread, um, as Brandon was talking about, is your perspective. And I would teach my kids, and because of some of the lessons I learned, was uh, you are only in your situation as long as you, your perspective hasn't changed. The instant your perspective changed, you are no longer in your position because it's changed. <laughs> and so it is, um, and I tell people it is not a heavy lift like you think. It is very, you know, a little turn. Um, Jesus made a statement. He says, um, guys, you just need a little faith. 
and it, you'll be able to move some mountains. And so you, uh, you turn your perspective a little and it'll change and then you will see the results. You will um, take the corresponding actions necessary once you make the switch. You will have, uh, the Bible calls that revelation. You have a new uh, perception of that situation. And when you look at it, you're like, wow, oh, okay. And you move right on. So um, with someone with that, where can, uh, Brandon, because for a young gentleman to have that type of outlook, where did you think it came from? Where was the genesis, the nexus of that type of um, mindset, if you will, um, that you had? Um, could you remember when that began to formulate in, in you, that nexus, the genesis that was given birth to that, where you could say that, get over yourself? Mm -hmm. Definitely. So like I mentioned, it was at a young age where I started saying this joke. And yeah. uh, me personally, I've always been somebody who tries to work the hardest in something that they're passionate about. And so when it came to things that I truly thought I could change my life in, I would put in all, I know a lot of people hint against this, but I'm the kind of guy who puts all his eggs in one basket and works mm -hmm. to make sure that all those eggs are going to hatch. And so <laughs> I've always kind of had that, that mindset behind myself, but I also recognize that nobody wakes up every morning feeling perfect. I still have mm -hmm. my mornings where I'm very sluggish. I have those mornings where I feel like, gosh, I'm just a failure and nobody's ever going to be able to, I'm not going to be able to amount into anything. Everyone has those mornings. Everyone has them. And so my best suggestion that I would say to anyone in the audience today who has kind of setbacks and they're afraid to kind of grow their mindset and say, that's great, Brandon. You can get over yourself all you want, but you don't know what I'm going through. That's true. As I already mentioned, I don't know exactly what you're going through. But if you can control your mind and say, I want to get over myself, all my trials, all my, all my setbacks, all my self-limitations, I'm going to be able to do that. So my one practical piece of advice in order to do that, in order for you to get over yourself today, is find an area. This is the best way to get started. Find mm -hmm. an area inside of your life that you can get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Just a very simple thing that you do on your day-to-day -day routine find a way that you can make it a little bit more uncomfortable. And the reason I want you to make that exact situation uncomfortable is because in the long run, you're going to be able to grow stronger. There, yeah. There's this uh, article, and I'll share this with Ken at the very end. Um, it's one of my favorite articles um, where the gentleman talks about if you improve yourself just 1%, 1%. every single day, yeah. by the end of the year, you'll be 32% more capable of doing whatever you're trying to improve. So if you could try and strive to make your, yourself 1% better every single day over a year, that is just magnifying and magnifying and magnifying. So as an example, this is, this is one that I've been going on. I'm on, currently on day 394, and it's something incredibly simple, but it gets me out of my comfort zone so I can continue to get over myself and just practice these, practice these principles of getting out of my comfort zone and trying to become a better man. Yeah. One of the things that I do every single day is I take a cold shower or get in some kind of ice bath. And the reason yeah. I do that is because when you're taking a cold shower rather than a warm shower, it is the most uncomfortable thing. As you're putting soap across your body and shampooing your hair, that's fine when it's really warm. You feel cozy, you feel safe. When it's coming cold water straight on your face, you get cold. And I'm currently living <laughs> in the state of Utah and there's snow all around me and it's a mess out here. And so this water's coming at me cold. But why do I do that? Because it's a very simple thing. Every single day I'm yeah. going to take a shower, but it's a simple way that I could step out of my comfort zone and be able to get over myself. So I want all your audience today, Ken, to picture in their own lives, where can they step out of their comfort zone just on a day-to-day -day task so you're actually able to, able to do it? Because so often people will try and they'll try and like become this great version of themselves, but they're setting these standards where – I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to go work out. I'm going <laughs> to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to read 10 books this week. And, you know, you're just putting all this pressure on yourself, and eventually you're going to yeah. burn out and not be able to do it. So that's my practical advice. Figure some area inside of your life where you're already doing something on the day-to-day -day 
and try and make it a little bit more uncomfortable because overall it will prepare you to be able to take on bigger challenges. I, I have nothing else to say, man. Yeah, I think you just said it all. So um, you guys can always hit rewind and get it because uh, it was um, impactful. And one of the other things I want to encourage you guys about how you look at the dark times. I, I, I look at the dark times differently because I have to learn how to do that. And, um, and this I got from, from reading and studying the Bible. Uh, when uh, God walks up and he sees the dark time, and he, look, he says in the beginning, he said, tells us that this place was darkness was upon the, the, the face of the earth. He didn't panic. He just said, I, I, I need to do some things with this darkness. And he began to speak to the darkness. And I wanted, he had showed me the revelation on this, the insight on this, that the darkness is there to present, to show, to give the creator in me the opportunity to shine. And so I look forward to when those times come, like, yeah, showtime. I'm about to learn some more. I'm about to create even deeper and, 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 um, and more uh, profound things. And so where it used to, um, put me in this dark space, I don't allow it to do that anymore. I'm like excited about it because I'm like, yes, now I need more wisdom. I need understanding. This thing that is before me is going to show me some stuff and it's, I'm going to create more because Jesus said, God said, let there be light. And he began to call what he wanted. And I will do the same thing. I'll call what I want. I become a designer, not um, one that is operating by default where darkness just I'm just sitting there crying all day. I'm in there looking at the light, the darkness, and said, no, this is what I want out of this, and this is how, and we began to create. So here you are, you got your podcast, and you got your name. Uh, tell us of some of the adventures, because I know of some of those adventures that when one goes through, when we began to put all of this thing together that was given birth, um, having your first um, guest on there. How did that transition happen as you were now, got your mic, you got your studio, you're in front, and you need to talk to someone? How did that come up, come about? Yeah, it's funny. I was just uh, on a phone call yesterday with a gentleman who connected with me on, on social media asking what's kind of the first steps to getting a podcast going. He was interested in starting one himself. I was happy to offer some advice, but... Um, looking back on my own journey, I think everyone takes it their own approach. And Ken, you'll, yeah. your, your story is probably a thousand <laughs> times different from mine, or it might be exactly yeah. related. I don't, I don't know. But um, on my journey specifically, I remember um, when I, I've always been somebody who's not been afraid to talk um, and yeah. having a conversation. But some of my first episodes of the podcast were, were just by myself. I was just trying to say what I wanted to say. And yeah. behind a camera and behind a microphone, for whatever reason, my brain shuts off or it used to at least. Luckily, I've been in, yeah. in the practice for quite some time now. But I remember some of my first episodes, I would open up a, a journal and I would write word for word everything I was going to say in that podcast episode. And then yeah. at the time, I wasn't doing any video along with the podcast. So I'd sit down and I would read from my script word for word. And it was the weirdest and most janky thing people <laughs> could probably tell I was reading word for word. But it allowed me to get my first episodes out there. So that's yeah. my advice with anybody out there, whether you're starting a podcast or starting a new job, starting a new relationship, something that's brand new inside of your life. The best, the best piece of advice I can offer you is just get started. It's not going to be perfect. You're, you're not going to like how it sounds. You're not going to like the way it acts sometimes, but just get it out there. And I promise if you can be consistent and stick with it, eventually it'll turn into something amazing. That's exactly what's happened for my show and many other aspects inside of my life. Just get started. What did you say, Ken? Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> just, just do it. One of the greatest statements uh, created by mankind. Just do it. Um, I, in my case, my brother and I, we were talking about it. I have actually uh, three podcasts. And uh, the first one that I did was my, I was talking to my brother about it. And he, he showed up. He had his podcast. He showed up at my house. Uh, he bought some Chinese food. I'll never forget it. Brandon showed up at my house unannounced with some Chinese food and um, all of this equipment. He had a, a mic and all that. He said, this is yours. And he set it up for me and he's like, all right, let's do your podcast. And so 
I'm sitting there, want to know what are you talking about? He says, yeah, let's do this. And so um, the name of the podcast that I, I had was Mystery Bible. And um, I wanted to take the Bible and go through the Bible verse by verse and talk about it, um, bringing other books into the mix. Um, uh, the book of Enoch, Yasher, all these other books outside of mm -hmm. the Bible on dealing with the particular incidents so that I can get, paint a better picture of the surrounding um, society and stuff like that and culture was happening. And so we, we, we got there and I'm like, welcome to Mysteries of the Bible. I, I, I pronounced the name wrong and and he, he looked at me and I'm like, just keep I'm, I'm too scared to stop. Just keep going, bro. <laughs> and when he got done, he's like, you want to go back and change it? I'm like, no. I want to hear that. There. I want to hear that. Um, and so from time to time, I'll go back and play that first, that first uh, episode and hear that mistake and remember that. And my advice is just like Brandon. Pick it up. Get it out. Um, once you get it out, uh, become consistent. There are times when you're not going to want to do it, but keep moving uh, one step, one step, one step. This whole thing is only one step. That's yep. what we do. You're not planning to become, you know, 10,000 downloads in a day. One step, one step. Be faithful in the little things. Uh, the principle is, and God will give you the big thing. So just be faithful and get out there and do it. So once you began to move forward, Brandon, and the people began to come in and God began to um, uh, uh, grow your business, if you will, what were some of those topics that you talked about um, when you discussed? And again, our, uh, you know, same thing with me. My goal is that as we paint this uh, through conversation, this picture, that people can come in, extract from it, those that need something, take it. Those that want to deposit, this great exchange, uh, so that we can reach others and make sure that they're they know that they're not alone. As you are creating some of your topics, what were some of those things that you felt within yourself that you knew that God had put in your heart to talk about in a couple of the episodes that you talked about, and what type of results you got out of it? Yeah, and this is constantly changing. I try and ask yeah. myself before every episode um, what kind of direction I need to take to be able to help the majority of God's <laughs> children here on this earth. What kind of what kind of words can I share or have my guests share that will be able to impact the most people? And sometimes I feel like it's not a direction I would generally take it. I sometimes mm -hmm. get that answer and I think, honestly, I don't know if this is like made for everyone. But I think that's the key right there. I don't think it always is yeah. made for everyone. I think sometimes yeah. one, two, three, four, five individuals need to hear a message that not everyone mm -hmm. else needs to hear, but that's okay. And overall, yeah. there's always going to be uh, little snippets you could take out of an episode. I believe as humans, we're always learning and we always need to strive to learn. So if there's something yeah. you can't take out of a conversation with anyone, something that you could practice in your life or learn, um, maybe it's time to do a little soul searching yourself and make sure that you're on the right track and that you are open enough, open-minded enough to, to learn. But yeah, Ken, I mean, as, as good as a question as that is, I can't give you a specific because every episode, it changes. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes God wants me here and sometimes he wants me there. It, it, it totally depends. Yeah, I, I agree with this. Um, the need is based on a need. Jesus makes a statement, those who have ears, let them hear. It's not... Um, it's <laughs> the message or, or the topic that you do, some, as you said, sometimes um, the need, God knows who needs it and at what juncture of that life that that information needs to be um, put out there. And mm -hmm. so he may put something on your heart and say, hey, I want you to talk about this and it may not make any sense to you. But like, yeah, why would I even talk about that? But right. as you began to talk about it, you began to see... Uh, some of the um, the structure or the need that God has, and we it has this extra power that we call the anointing, if you will, from one being obedient. Um, you'll get a call or something, an email from someone saying, "Man, 
that topic you talked about, I needed it on time uh, because oh, like and I said, it happens way more than you would think too. Yeah, and I want to say this for everyone who <laughs> listens to your show, Ken, that doesn't have their own podcast because that's not it's not like everyone has to these days. Um, yeah. There's plenty of shows out there, and it's not for everyone. But anyone who's listening to your show right now and thinks, okay, this is great. I mean, they're sharing advice on how to make a good podcast. No. We're sharing advice on how to make a good life, how to approach somebody. There's going to be, be these moments where you get this feeling inside of your heart and you say, I have to go share that with somebody, but you yep. won't act upon it. So this is what we're inviting you to do. Everyone who's listening yep. today, act upon it. Act upon these feelings that you get because those are the little moments that will change somebody's life forever. You just have to be the one willing to act upon it. Yeah, that's it. Um, so here you are. You're... you're um... Uh, one of the things that when you begin this journey and you start moving, one becomes an entrepreneur because you're, um, it's just a part of the par parcel, if you will. And yep. that mindset as you began to uh, um, implement certain things. So talk to us a little about the mindset as you are, because you're going to learn a tremendous amount of stuff as you are moving through your daily routine and your programming and all the different stuff because again you're bringing in entrepreneurship you got to train your mind and stuff like that as you begin to grow brandon and expand uh what was happening to you because sometimes we tend to forget ourselves because we're in this thing and the podcast and the other business and all those things are growing and we sometimes don't pay attention to us. What was happening to you while all of this stuff was going on around you? I mean, once again, it's a constant journey. So life goes on as I, as yeah. I've started, I've started a few businesses here in my life at this point. Um, currently I'm working on a tech startup called interval. And I recognize as I, I'm kind of looking around, there's days in the office where I'm very stressed. Um, our product's not working for some reason. Our software's not working. We have an angry client. We, we're trying to get new clients. Uh, X, Y, or Z falls into a bad place. But I also realized that every single night I get to come home despite how hard the day was at work. And I get to go home and sit down with my wife and have dinner. And that's one of my yeah. blessings. I get to go home and relax with her for even some nights. If I get home really late, even if it's for 20 minutes before we go to bed, I get that time with her. And so once again, connect and get back to your audience, whatever kind of makes you tick in your life right now. If you're going through a stressful moment, if you're trying to create something like in my case, when I'm trying to start my business, we have very awesome days. Don't get me wrong. But then we have those days where you just feel like everything is caving in around you. I simply say my same message. I, I've been saying this entire time. Get over yourself. It'll be OK. Figure out something that will kind of relax your nerves a little bit and get you into a spot where you're more relaxed and calm and you're able to continue going forward. Get over yourself and I promise you it'll be OK. And Brandon, talk to some of your routine, if you will, the modalities yeah. that you bring into your life to help you move through your day. You talked about the cold showers. I had a friend of mine just um, uh, we were talking about that and uh, she went to an event that they had this um, container full of ice and cold water and she was telling me her experience in it uh, <laughs> and one of the things from traveling ab abroad a cold shower is like a normal thing you, you, you kind of it might be over there yeah <laughs> sometimes you you get on there and there's no power and that's that that's how it is you know so um Talk to us as some of your daily routines because that is important in developing and maintaining the mindset. How do you bring those tools and what are those tools that you would bring into your life to assist you on a daily basis? Definitely. And obviously this kind of changes depending on the different situations you're at in life. Um, what yeah. I do on my day-to-day -to -day today didn't even look like this a year ago. Two years ago was completely different. So I believe it's constantly changing. A lot of times online you see people saying, all right, this is the daily routine you need and you got to stick to it. And yeah, stick to your daily, however your schedule works out, stick to your routine as best as you can, but realize that some things are going to change as well. Um, so my day is pretty straightforward. I wake up, I generally go to the gym right when I wake up. Um, I get a little workout in to get my body moving for the day, I come home. Um, I make myself and my wife some breakfast. She, she heads off to work. Um, I'll pack my lunch and then I'll, I'll head off to work and I'll, I'll be in the office for the majority of the day. 
And for, yeah. for most people that sounds incredibly boring, but that's, that's my life right now. And I love every second of it because that's the journey I get to be in right now. And um, so whether your life is very stagnant and boring or you have all these crazy events going on 24 seven, enjoy whatever journey you're in at that moment because it won't stay the same forever. So yeah, I, I, I go to work. I, I get there probably around 8.30, 9 a.m. most days. And then depending on the day, I'll leave at five o'clock. Some days I'll leave at seven o'clock. Some days I'll leave at 10 o'clock. Depends what yeah. kind of craziness ends up happening. But like I mentioned, my favorite thing after a hard day's work is coming home and just being able to eat some dinner with my wife and relax with her for a little bit. And like I said, that might be very boring to some people, but for me, I'm living my dream life right now and I love every second of it. <laughs> yeah, I tell people, um, this friend of mine, really good friend of mine, um, he came to me one day and uh, Michael made millions. And he told me a couple of things that kind of rock my world. He said, most people are comfortable um, working and living in, in someone else's dream and to make it, you know, make it possible. And he pointed me to all these different jobs. He said, every single job that you see and business that you see is a dream came from someone. And so he told me, it said that to me and he said, people are comfortable doing other people's dreams. And he messed me up, totally messed me up. Because he <laughs> told me, he says, people will work harder in someone else's dream than they would work in their own. He said they're not. Yeah. Um, and so, again, the man just rocked my world. And I knew that I had to, at some point, begin to exit um, someone else's dream and create my own. And so, um, I want to challenge you guys out there. Uh, I remember when COVID came on, um, everyone was panicking. Very, a few people started business, books, all these different things. Look at yourself and start seeing what do you have? Are you happy where you're at? That disturbance mm -hmm. is telling you that there is something needed to be done investigate that disturbance, whatever it is. Uh, Brandon is a young man. He has started entrepreneurship. You guys are listening to us for a little while now. He has um, uh, information to, to guide you to make that jump. All of us have to make that jump. And it's a scary place. But when you have someone that is there with you that is able to guide you through, hold your hands and say, hey, you can do this, you can do this, man and began to give you that feedback and give you some guidance, you'll be able to do it. Sometimes you guys have dreams and you want to jump out. Um, Brandon, guys like these, young guys like this, and he's starting a couple of other companies. Get in touch with them. I'm going to give you guys everything so you can get in touch with them, so you can change your world. You hear what this man is talking about, this young guy? He's getting a chance to hang out with his wife, um, come home from work and spending quality time, even if it's 20, 30 minutes. Uh, most of us, because I was out in the field, um, Corporate America program, I'd come home, I'd be so exhausted, I'd, I'd eat partially and, you know, in bed. You know, lay in front of the TV for a minute so I can come down, not really engaging because I'm coming down. I had a, you know, whatever, didn't learn all the, all the tools to make me my day, where I, it was my day. Um, and uh, uh, Brandon is going to teach you guys all this stuff, man. He has tools that he can bring to you and assist you because you're so busy, you're not able to focus on it. But he's been there and he knows how to guide you out. So I'm going to provide everything for you guys to get there. So Brandon, here you are. You're starting your new um, gig and you're learning uh, and you have all the stresses that come to you as a, as a result of that. And you're seeing the benefit of that type of lifestyle, your wife, and you're planning different things. I'm a young guy. Um, I've been thinking about starting my own business. Um, talk to me, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I called you up. I heard you on, on Ken's podcast, and I've been kind of like dabbling and stuff like that. Um, encourage those guys, the young ones, if you will, and anyone, the young guys that are nervous because they're looking at their age programming, 
and say, I'm not sure I can do this. Talk to them for a minute. Yeah, for anyone young out there who's trying to kind of step on their own journey in life, and same as I already mentioned for the podcast, it's not for everyone. So if you're looking into starting your own business, I think that's amazing. But once again, it's not for everyone. Some people enjoy different things in life, and that is what makes us all beautiful, and that's what makes us all interjoin perfectly together. And so what I will say to this, though, is if you do have that inclination to kind of get going on your journey, if you have that inclination to just start something fresh, once again, I don't think me and Ken can have said it enough. Just do it. Just get started. And what, what we didn't talk about on today's episode, and Ken will maybe, maybe have to finish this conversation on a later episode or something, but yeah. we didn't talk about the millions of failures of uh, things that I've gone through for, my, for yeah. a lot of my businesses. I have started X amount of companies. I can't even tell you how many now that um, I thought were going to be revolutionary and just be able to take <laughs> everything to the ground and they completely failed. So don't expect to be starting these amazing things right off the get-go. Just start practicing, get going in the journey and just get it started today because I promise you there's going to be a lot to learn, but eventually it will work out perfectly how it should. And then of course, like Ken already mentioned, if you have any specific questions, I'd be more than happy to uh, answer them. So if you if you reach out to me on social media or on Instagram, you can find me on every platform at Get Over Yourself Podcast. So, excellent, uh, Brennan. Thank you so much, man. I'm gonna provide everything for you guys to get access to him, um, and I'll bring him back, and we're gonna get into the nitty gritty for you guys because I, I like bringing the people back in. This first one is just so you guys can get to know him. The second one, we get into the nuts and bolts as to uh, uh, what's going on and some of those uh, adventures that we started and we thought that was going to be the next millionaire and all that kind of stuff. And But it taught <laughs> us much and there's much wisdom in those lessons that one learns. And so I want you guys to get into his space, tap into his wisdom, his knowledge, his insight, so that you can become effective and begin to change your world. Brandon, thank you so much, man, for coming to Threads of Enlightenment. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate right, it. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you guys oh, soon. You're welcome. All right. Bye.